1: from our Motability team
0: Macklin Motors Toyota is open
1: now at Whistlebury Road Hamilton The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors brand new Toyota showroom in Head Road Darnley Let's go!
2: Four days to go to the Scottish Cup Final 2023 Celtic against Inverness Cali Thistle Mark Guidi and Paul Cooney for the next hour or so and Mark Barry always says he loves it the sunshine for Hamden looks as though that's what it's going to be and for Celtic a treble is at stake
3: yeah it's going to be a well it'll be a Scotchian. Um it's going to be afternoon early evening yeah. half past mm-hmm. five um, kick off uh, which is unusual for the Scottish Cup final but regardless of that Paul it's going to be an absolute cracker Celtic going for a treble uh, Inverness want to cause the, the biggest upset in a final for God knows how many years they've got a bit of history with, with Celtic and back to uh, 2000 when John Barnes was the manager Ronnie Dyler uh, was the manager in the Scottish Cup semi-final which was a controversial one um, as well but Celtic got a bit between their teeth they bounced back the a couple of dodgy results um, after the break after the split but they, they certainly came back to life with a with a bang on the Saturday afternoon when they uh, destroyed Aberdeen. Um, five goals uh, to nil Kyogo. Let's see if he's fit for the final and came off with a wee knock. Um, but over the PCS, yeah, Scottish Cup final, always a big day, thoroughly looking forward to it, Paul.
2: What are you thinking about Kyogo? Any word at all? And Oanj Postacoglu received his Manager of the Year award from the Football Writers the other night. Uh, what do you reckon? Kyogo didn't make it on the night. That's understandable, given the knock that he took. Would you expect him to play on Saturday? Yeah,
3: yeah. I, I think with the last game of the season, uh, Paul. Even if he starts and gives it forty-five minutes, you know, you, you look at his record. Um, I think he came back early um, for a League Cup final uh, against Hibbs um, eighteen months ago. we you know, d- d- defied the odds to make that. I think it'll be again. You know, he was taking off as a pre- a, more of a precaution, I think, than anything else on Saturday. And uh, I'd be very, very surprised if Kyogo uh, doesn't make it. He'll be there, play of the year, leading the line as his team own guy. Go and try and get a treble Fifth treble in seven years for Celtic Quite quite remarkable achievement We'll come back
2: to the cup final shortly Mark Woody, Paul Cooney We're here 08, 08, 17, 17, 700 The one hour summer special for you You can't get too much of a good thing <laughs> So 60 minutes as we count down to the official end of the season uh, Some of the headlines this afternoon Rangers linked Honduran winger Louis Palma Has name checked Scotland As one of his preferred destinations this summer as he gets ready to leave Aris Thessalonica. So it's this time of year, Mark. I'll come back on it. Scott Arfield said cheerio along with a number of other players and he penned a heartfelt message to the Rangers fans and key staff at the club. It was good that he mentioned people from the front door, in the back room, people in the tea room, all around the place. Yeah. Scott Arfield goes, as we hear that Rangers player, Sam Kerr, young Sam Kerr, signs for Bayern Munich, but no word yet about Malik Tillman if he'll be coming in. This is a funny time, isn't it? Before, there's not going to be much coming from Celtic this week. It's all about getting ready for the cup final. But for Rangers, they're saying Morellas, there's some, you know, interest now in Turkey, but he's a Mm. former Rangers player now. It's it's funny how in football, it's suddenly, it's all over, isn't it? All the teams, apart from Celtic and Inverness, Scully Thistle, those groups have gone. Yeah,
3: yeah, Yeah, quickly, yeah. Quickly forgotten, Paul, football moves on. Um, you know, It's all about who Michael Beale brings in now for Rangers, not about guys who who have left, unless you were, you were negotiating over transfer fee and you see how much you're going to get in your kitty. But Ryan Kent, I think it's signed for Fenerbahce, is that correct? Yep. He's, he's gone there. Um, Morel also have offers, but it's of no significance to Rangers because they're not due to, to gain in any way. The only thing that we know is that there's been two big wages freed up, along with some other guys, which should help um, swell the kitty. Um, for Michael Beale, as he tries to get as many new recruits in as possible and for Celtic right, it's all about the cup final but obviously just in the background just lurking away um, there's a situation with the manager Ange Postacoglu the, the interest from Tottenham is real Paul but just because it's real doesn't mean to say that's going to mean that they'll offer him the job or indeed if he is that he'll accept it but what we do know is he's in the frame and, and until uh, Ange Postacoglu says I'm staying at Celtic and it's a new deal or I'm going thanks very much I'm bound out with five trophies out of six I'll see you later one of the best two years of my life I'm going to Spurs which you could understand sure. the lure of, um, of the English Premiership but at the moment he's a Celtic manager and I don't doubt for a second when he says he is focused on Saturday uh, that he doesn't mean that he is fully focused he wants to make sure that there are no slip ups um, nobody takes the result for granted on Saturday and that's a message he'll be giving to his staff and his players uh, right now ahead of the game at Hamden. This time yesterday the Scotland squad was announced for the
2: matches coming up well they're both really important but uh, Erling Haaland will be playing him could be just a week after the Champions League final uh, Man City of course against Inter Stevie Clark was speaking about the Norwegians Well
4: there's, there's lots of good players in, in the Norway side that we have to deal with as well as, as Haaland who's obviously had an outstanding season uh, so we we Respect everybody, we respect our opponents all the time, and we'll, we'll give Norway and Georgia our full attention.
2: It's only what 50 odd goals this season, why worry? Uh,
3: he's a phenomenal player, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's sensational. Um, Paul, he, uh, what do you think, best striker in the world at the moment? I think if anybody t- to offer you, you know, you can yeah. pick one player, you're going to go for um Haaland. He, he is. Uh, the real deal. We just talked that by the time um, November 17th, sorry, June 17th <laughs> yeah. comes around, he's uh, yeah. been enjoying himself too much. You know, he's got a Champions League final on the 10th, of course, um, against uh, Inter Milan for Manchester City. Um, so yeah, let's see. what you know. If you can keep him at bay, what what the positive thing is, he doesn't have a De Bruyne or a Mares or a Bernardo Silva yeah. supplying him. You know, it's a different caliber of player. But that said, he's still more than able anywhere in that final third. His power, his pace. You know, it's it's Kieran Tierney. Yeah. You know, whoever's going to be be looking after him, trying to uh, to to stop him. Then obviously they're going to have a a major job in their hands. But we're in a good place, Paul. Yeah, Scotland for teams. Sure doing good you know you look at the the, the last two uh, the opening two results of the section we've got to go there with confidence and we will Impeccable start, wasn't
2: it? Yeah. Stevie Clark was there at the dinner the other night. It was a great dinner, thank you, Mark. You yeah, had us there. The night. Big uh, Oz was there. Big Craig Moore. Yep. Buying a drink. <laughs> 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 no, we were your guests. It was. It was a great night. It's a special night, isn't it? Because you get the the good and the great of football, the men's and the women's game, yeah. uh, and everything stays in that room. Yeah. And yeah. I, I must say, it was brilliant to see people I've known for a number of years, and good. to meet some new people as well. Yeah. Keogo okay. yeah. not there. What about the young player of the year? I thought he Max spoke Johnson, well. Didn't he speak? he, and he scored very during room. the day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
3: he spoke very very well helped Motherwell to a win on, on Sunday afternoon spoke very well you know just very humble and you know obviously it's clear that he doesn't take it for granted mm-hmm. he's a young footballer still got a long way to go you've got to keep working hard every day but um, with his dad Alan his Alan was a very very talented footballer but no ego no ego at all and what a career he had you know Hearts, Rangers, Sunderland Bolton you know he would a really good a good career in management as well hope Alan gets gets back in at some stage but uh, yeah Alan absolutely been be giving his boy um, sound advice day in day out
2: greatest of a ranger was there of course John Gregg yeah. MBE Brown and he spoke really well didn't he did. lifetime yeah. achievement
3: brilliant yeah it was nice to to see Greggie um, being honoured you know captain of Rangers manager European Cup winners Cup in 1972 um, as as Chick Young made a wee joke, you were know, a press officer as well, I <laughs> so, like advocate for a year or so. the had a few films with, with Greggy, um yeah. in that role, and uh, it was good fun. Um, but yeah, overall, nice to see him.
2: And Martin O'Neill as well, yeah, spoke, spoke
3: really well. Yeah, he spoke very well. Yeah. Entertained his Brian Clough uh, stories, Celtic stories, uh, managerial uh, stories, and again, as well, as much as he's very funny, he's very entertaining. Um, you, know, you know, there was a deep message in there about, you know, being a young manager and yeah. almost being chased out of his job at Leicester and the hard work that he had to go through when he got his first break, you know, moving the family into rented accommodation, you know, young daughters, etc. All the sacrifices that it made. Mm-hmm. it's not that like he just turned up one day and you're know, the manager of to take them out in the final in Seville. It's a graft that goes into it year after year and as we know now, um, you know, managerial um, uh, jobs are... Oof. There's we're no elect. longevity. No. Now, you know, you're, yeah. you're lucky if you get two years now um, as a manager. So yeah, I'm sure for all young managers who were in the room on Sunday night, there was a there was a you know a message in there from Martin as well. Tony Doherty is the newest manager yeah.
2: in the premiership. Yeah.
3: Hugely popular yeah. guy, of course, yeah.
2: alongside Derek McInnes for so mm. long at Aberdeen mm-hmm. especially well, he yeah. lived in all those years and now at Kilmarnock but he's gone to Dundee yeah. is that a great move is he crazy or is he, he now oh, saying I'm 52 go yeah. for it yeah,
3: yeah. yeah. You know, I, can, I can understand I'm, I'm sure that maybe you know, for four or five years Tony what wanted to mm-hmm. kind of probably you know try and branch out um, on his own he lives in Brotty Ferry he lives yeah, in the Dundee area that. so it's yeah. absolutely perfect um, from him he knows his stuff he knows the game he was a coach at the SFA then Ian McCall I think it was took him into Falkirk um, and then up to Dundee United when um, there and from there he's then he got to know Derek at Dundee United when Derek was a player there then Derek took him uh, with him so no he's been a highly rated coach Gordon Strachan had him as part of his backroom staff for, for a spell as well at uh, the Scotland National yep, Team um, so no he's 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 highly regarded well respected tough job though Paul um, big recruitment process will need to get underway at Dundee uh, the sooner the better and obviously you'd imagine the be the favourites to go straight back down so you know Tony's have to go, going to have to go there um, and defy the odds and I, and I wish him all the best we have got a lot of time for Tony Docherty
2: but like goalkeepers you have to be a bit mad to do it but um <laughs> yeah it's in the blood isn't it we wish him yeah. all the very best Stephen Naismith is edging closer to being appointed the permanent manager of Hearts Um, the board discussion went on yesterday and they're going to reconvene mm-hmm. to discuss it so we'll find out if he is going to be I mean Robbie Nielsen must be saying well we were going to get him third. Then it looked as though we wouldn't. Uh-huh. They changed it for Stephen to take us to third, but they didn't. They
3: ended up fourth. Yeah. What do you feel? I think had, had Stephen Naismith got got Hearts into to third place, it would have been a you know in terms of a, a no-brainer. He would have thoroughly have deserved the chance. So he's not about Paul. It's not you know the, the way the the at football clubs look at things. It's not just about what happens in the ninety minutes on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. It's about what's the vibe behind the scenes, how have the staff have reacted, how have the board reacted, how is he dealing with the board, how is he dealing with his staff, what kind of relationship has he got with the head of recruitment, etc. So it's all those wee components as well that behind the scenes day to day that we don't get to see that make them come to their their, their decision whether he's the right man um, or not and and it remains to be seen. Um, If he gets a job, uh, then good luck to him. But a a lucky, lucky guy at at that age to, to land a job of Hearts, you know, a club of that size with a massive fan base, big pressure on him. Uh, he'll know that though. Sure. He's been used to big pressure situations as a player all through um, his career. So yeah, we'll wait and see what happens with that one.
2: Him and Lee Johnson up against each other again next. <laughs> yeah. Good sell tickets for it. ringside, Yeah, Ring size. Yep. 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 everyone yep. said it was. there w- wasn't that much in it, but it's not a great look. but nah, it was <laughs>
3: it's, it's great. It's great. Yeah. It gives us something to talk about. It yeah. that's it's not a. It's not a great look at all.
2: Mark Greedy is with me, Paul Cooney. Just looking at the phones, there's some calls coming in. We'll maybe go on the lines in just a moment or two, checking some of the other headlines coming in it on the Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. We're talking Scotland there, so, you know, the season finishes on Saturday, but you get a couple of weeks off um, and then it's the internationals. Let's hear from the manager, Stevie Clark, speaking about these two important games. When
4: you're playing in a five-team five group, eight games to qualify, every game's important so every every point that we can get over the summer is going to help us towards the, the ultimate target which is to qualify for Germany
2: I And mean, we know Shea Adams was
4: out You know, I'm the name of the squad and you're losing key players all the time so disappointing for Shea obviously a disappointing season, end of the season for him as well, getting relegation with his club, he tried to come back probably aggravated his injury injury trying to help his club so disappointing for Shea but a chance for Kevin Lisbeth to to come back into the squad so that's it's
2: good for Kevin Kevin Nisbet it's come good yeah, towards. I, I was yeah.
3: delighted for Kevin yeah. Nisbet and for Lawrence Shankland Kevin. yeah you know to see them mm-hmm. involved um, from the outside. I think Lawrence was called in wasn't he after uh, Coloss the last time at the double header um, for Spain and Cyprus but um, to be to be in right away uh, and who's to say one of them won't be given the nod to lead the line um, Paul um, why not um, great to see it um, and if they do well for Scotland you know, for, for the club you might just see their, their price ties going up Um a bit as well maybe one or two clubs that are thinking about them. I mean, there's no doubt Lawn Shankland and Kevin Nisbet will be in the thoughts of many managers many recruitment departments and they might just have a, wee bit of, you know, a wee bit of niggle a doubt in terms mm-hmm. of can they really make a step up with, depending on which club it is but if they go and do something for Scotland in either of these two games it might just get it over the line and you know could propel them into that kind of um, transfer bracket where neither club could afford to turn it down
2: It's funny how often Scots are kind of ignored here aren't they in a way yeah. they have to go abroad um, what about Kevin Van Veen clearly not a Scot but my goodness what a season he's had and the word today is that Groningen are interested in him he's 31 he's almost 32 what a season so yeah. he's got a year left at Motherwell he'll probably be going, going on the move yeah? yeah, but they'll get him for what the quarters of a million He,
3: I, I mean I think that's a kind of fair price for him now some clubs might look at it and say they'll do their homework. Mm-hmm. They'll, 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 you know, they'll see, they'll find out what kind of position Motherwell are in in terms of financially, and yeah. they might think, you know, what we might get them for three hundred grand. I, I, don't know, I mm-hmm. don't know, Paul. Motherwell might say, no, we, we want at least a million, or, yeah. or don't waste our time. Because the three hundred grand surely you'd get more points, you know, well, for Motherwell yeah. next season. But then if, if Kevin Van Veen dig, digs yeah. his heels, who knows? Sure. Um, who knows, uh, Paul? But I think sometimes when you're a club like Motherwell, and I totally get it. When you've got somebody that's hot, you've got to try and cash in. You've got to try and maximise it. Um, and as I said uh, he's thirty-one. Um, he's got a year to go, so take that into consideration. I, I think if he, you know, anything over five hundred thousand, I think's fair. Um, nudging towards the, the three quarters of a
2: million what a season it's been for him what a season for Motherwell it was uh Taylor two halves wasn't it at the start of the season it was so tough for them under Stevie Hamill mm. um, and everyone likes Stevie Hamill they made the change my goodness Stuart Kettlewell what a transformation
3: yeah brilliant and uh, you know again just that character on Sunday in front of their own support 2-1 down The uh, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll chuck it with a good sure. season obviously no danger of, of going down or whatever but no they, they, they dug in and um, they managed to get the three points so uh, for Stephen Kettle now it's to get that um, go and um, continue that when they get back for, for pre-season there's no doubt he'll put his own stamp um, in the squad in a couple of ways and it'll be interesting to see what he thinks is best if the club's sure that he'll be consulted uh, in terms of uh, Kevin Van Veen's um, situation so um, we'll wait and see what happens there Did you realise he was such a good manager would you say or is it true so early away. yeah Um no I didn't I thought it was going to be tough for anybody I mean I watched yeah. Miller cut it and again a lot of time for Stevie Hammer I, I like him but it was as if the players had, had down tools you got that impression um, you know at the end of January start of February Paul if you'd offer me a free bet I'd have taken Millerwell to go straight down to finish in 12th place I just thought they were, they were in free fall the board made a decision to make a change they looked at another couple of managers I think probably one turned it down from, from out with the club and then Stuart Kettlewell um, was obviously there part of the mm-hmm part of the staff albeit be at academy level I thought he performed well at Ross County Stuart Kettlewell mm-hmm. he always impressed me um, his teams how they try to play football and how he spoke as well I think he delivers a good message in a good way uh, he was given the chance and they never looked back worked out well for Stuart and certainly worked out well for Motherwell because genuinely internally at the club, Paul was a lot of concern that they could have been heading into the championship. Well, Steve, remember Stephen Resider
2: yeah. a celebrity listener now, who does so much great work. But he was saying, you know, got more, his dad had more points in his driver's license okay. than Motherwell had. And that yeah. seems a long time ago now. Yeah. They really have turned it round. Mark Woody Paul Cooney we're looking at some of the the highlights of the season, maybe some of the low lights as well. And we're also getting ready for the Cup Final on Saturday, the 5:30 kickoff. Nobody really knows why it is, but maybe because of these bammy temperatures. It's 25 and a half this afternoon in Glasgow. You're Beautiful. Isn't it
3: <laughs> beautiful? <laughs> yeah, I'm not really a big fan of the sun, but you I, 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 I enjoyed it. Just did a wee, a wee stroll, got a wee bit of colour on my napper, excellent 0808 08, 17 17
2: 700.
1: The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors, brand new Toyota showroom in Kennis Head Road, Darnley. Let's
2: go! It's the one hour edition of the Go Radio Football Show. This time last night, there was drama mark, it went to extra time down at uh, the playoff. For a spot in the championship. And yeah. it was a Scottish connection, Josh Windass, former yeah. Rangers player, who got that terrific winner, the header.
3: Yeah, yeah. His dad played for Aberdeen for a spell, yeah. um as well, Dean. So yeah, I mean God, when you, you consider that uh Sheffield Wednesday were 4-0 down, Paul, the first leg to Peterborough in the playoff game, and, and fans were calling for for Darren Moore's head, but but they stuck in there, an incredible result to to turn that around. And um yeah, to, to be honest, I was pleased. I wanted Sheffield Wednesday. One yesterday, you know yourself, a massive club. You know think of the history of Sheffield Oof. Wednesday and, and Hillsborough, um, and you know some of the, the, the connections that Scottish. Football, of course, Barry Bannon um,
1: yeah. plays here uh. too.
3: Played for Scotland, played for Aston Villa, Barry. So yeah, really good to to see them. Got I me. Mean, I think they will be a really good addition uh, to the English Championship because they're a big, big club. Sure are. It's this time
2: of the year where comings and goings hasn't quite happened yet. Rangers, though, are expected to announce the signing of the Chelsea right back, Dejan Sterling. He's been on loan to Stoke City, they expect it's going to happen later in the week. Michael Bale, I think, was in London speaking with his people.
3: Yeah, uh, he's been meeting with a few players over the past uh, couple of months, just kind of hedging closer and closer. You know, sometimes some contracts end in May the 31st, Paul. So, you know, maybe the first week in June, some of them going to June the 30th, but a number of them now are kind of May 31st. Um, so, yeah, wait, see, I think the I think the wheels are in motion for, for a few players, for Rangers, and it's just a case I just try to get the final wee bits done to, to get them over the line. And for Celtic, I think people know this, that Albina Yeti is coming back. Mm-hmm.
2: He's been on loan at Sturmgrass, but they are not extending the contract. 26-year-old seems a long time ago since he joined Celtic, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, three summers ago, yeah, summer
3: 2020. It was indeed,
2: yeah. Yeah, yeah. When they were going for the 10, Rangers determined mm. to, to stop up. We know what happened. Um, yeah, a long time ago. What was he? Was he four and a half? Million yeah, pounds yeah, from West Ham.
3: In yeah. that region, yeah, around yeah. about four and a half, Paul. Yeah, it was just, you know, you look at Celtic recruitment that summer, it just wasn't good enough. It did, just didn't show up uh, well enough onto the pitch when it, when it, when it mattered. And, um, you know, a Yeti, I don't know what to do uh, with him. must have signed a four year deal. He's probably got a year to go. Um, so I don't know if they can try and come up with some kind of deal where they try and sort of pay up part of it and he goes or. Whatever the transfer fears, if somebody can go and try and buy them and uh, get them off the books. But you certainly not get a role to play at the football club, that's for sure.
2: Alex, one of the Rangers fans, is asking Mark, how would you sum up Rangers season then? Um, you think this time last year they were just back from Seville, mm. they had the cup final ahead with Hearts. What would you say about Rangers 2022, 20,
3: 23 Hey, I mean, partly making of, kind of think right away, uh, you know, a season of two halves. I and mean, first of all, credit to Giovanni van Bronckhorst for getting Rangers through the Champions League qualifiers which is not an easy thing to do. So, you know, um, for the kudos of that, brilliant, financially, unbelievably important uh, to Rangers to, to, to get that, you know, whatever it is, 30 odd million um, pounds through the door. So that was invaluable um, to them. Um, the performances at, at Champions League weren't they good enough. A couple of hide-ins, you know, really poor ones, didn't get a point. And then it started to eat its way into the league form as well. You know, Celtic were absolutely on, on fire um, and Rangers just couldn't keep a pace with them. You know, Rangers dropped points. It's at, it I think it, it's at Mirren, St Johnston, yeah. Yeah. and ultimately, when the, when the the winter break for the World Cup came around, the the board decided to to move on from Giovanni Van Bronckhorst. I didn't fully agree with it, but I could understand why sure. they'd made that decision. And the Champions League, funnily enough, which uh,
2: GVB got Rangers into, yeah, was one of the problems, wasn't it? Because of yeah. the results, Liverpool, for
3: example. Yeah, it, it was. I think it was Denton their, their yeah. but If you chase it back, Paul, probably the benefit of hindsight that four day period where Rangers get thumped uh, 4-0 at Celtic Park yep. and then was it 3-0 in Amsterdam or 4-0 in Amsterdam whatever it was in the space of four days yep. they never really recovered yep. from that yep. that that was that was it uh, really Michael Beals come in um, over the piece certainly taking Rangers back in the right direction however when it mattered he couldn't beat Celtic um, cup final and cup semi-final um, but then managed to get a win against them uh, in the league which in the grand scheme of things, meant nothing in the overall picture. However, I think it was important for Michael Beale yeah. just to get that victory. It takes away a certain uh, narrative, you know, building up to the next Celtic Rangers game, which will come around probably September at Ibrox um, in the new season. Um, and there's a there's a there's a clear out, so let's see what kind of squad he assembles, and then we'll see where we are in a few weeks' time. But like I say, as soon as Rangers report back for training, three four weeks' time. Uh, Michael his staff and his players will not draw breath until the international break and in the start of September between signings, Champions League mm. league uh, starting on August the 5th August the 6th. It's going to be absolutely non-stop for Rangers and they need to absolutely hit the ground uh running. No hiding place for them because Celtic's going for three in a row and Rangers can't have that.
2: Let's go on the lines to take the first of the calls 0808 08, 17, 17 700 and it's Gary in Glasgow. Hi Gary. How you doing? Yeah,
5: How good doing Mark? thanks. I got it Mark's I in get good get form
2: yeah he's in the shorts he's, I don't doing <laughs> he <care>, actually <laughs> absolutely Gary not. what a day today isn't
5: it uh, do you know what it's absolutely yeah. brilliant um, it's been brilliant for a, for a while now Saturday especially
2: so what are you thinking then what's your thoughts tonight you're looking forward to cup final is that in your mind four days to go
5: yeah obviously try and get over the line um, it's been a magnificent season um, you know been relentless and, and trying to get this, this treble over the line but um, for me, I think to be honest, uh, it's just you know, Ange, Ange was saying after the game that he's a lucky man. Well, uh, you know, I think all Celtic fans can agree we're the lucky ones because he's 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 a phenomenal manager, he's a phenomenal guys, uh, and I think it's it's all about it's going to be a tough game. I know I keep mm-hmm. banging on about this, you know, the, the game's not not played on paper. Yeah, sure. um, I think Inverness will, will bring their A game. They've got absolutely nothing to lose, um, but I think the the fact that we kind of got our act together um, on Saturday you know we played our full team and then obviously uh, put on a bit of a show um, as champions
2: Well I was going to ask Mark that as well and what you think Mark first of all for Celtic they needed to come back and show that yeah. kind of form that they did for so much of the season
3: Yeah it was important I was at Celtic Park on Saturday uh, Paul enjoyed the Celtic performance they were they were very good they just didn't really give Aberdeen a sniff Joe Hart was, was really called in to to action and um, yeah they started producing the, the goods again and started looking the part and um, you know the perfect timing uh, to do that obviously on, on Trophy Day 60,000 of their own supporters inside the ground and seven days before the Scottish Cup final when they're, when they're going for another treble so they, they had a lot to do and they got it done and they were very very uh, convincing the, the only slight negative at the moment might be that Kyogo could be missing for the cup final, but I, I think he'll be fine. I think he'll be fine for it.
2: What's your team then,
3: Mark? And I'm gonna ask you Gary as well. So no A well, I I think A uh, obviously Joe Hart and goals. Yeah. Alistair Johnson come back, sure. sailed through mm. the ninety minutes, uh, Greg Taylor on the, the other side, so actually two full backs. I'm sure he'll go uh Sturk. or Willie. Yeah, mm. he's gonna go sure. Starred Felton Iwata, mm. Kobayashi was Nowhere to be seen. Sure. Uh, Looks like a water. right? Yeah, hold there, if you don't and, mind. And, uh, sure. yeah.
2: What do you think, Gary? Is that the same lineup that you yeah, would reckon?
5: Ab- absolutely, absolutely agree. Um, you know, I think when you look at it, Joe Hart's played something like fifty games, and yeah. and obviously, I, I would have liked to have seen Benjamin Siegris get get more of a run out. I don't know what the problem was. Sort of keeping their cards very close to the chest, but he has been on the bench, I think, in the, in the last couple of games. So hopefully. He'll be back next season, and, and I'd love to see Celtic kind of give him a. Mm. a there's start there's obviously a, been an injury,
2: hasn't there? There's, there's been something, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, uh, but to yeah. keep
5: him out of the team for so long, yeah, um, and and to keep him out the the matchday squad because Scott Bain was was a, a backup keeper for yeah. a long time there, mm. and as I say, it was just it was just one a uh, worrying kind of thing because I, I, I really rate Sigrist and I sure. and I think he will be Hart's replacement.
2: And you both reckon Iwata rather than Kobayashi, yeah,
5: yeah,
3: Mark? Yeah. 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 I mean, I think. Probably looking at the starting 11 on Saturday, albeit uh, Maeda wasn't available due to suspension. I, I don't think he'll go too far um, from that. I think he wanted to give what he had in his mind as a starting 11 later on, it, although he does like Maeda, so Maeda mm-hmm. could come back into the, the team possibly in place of uh, uh, a badder. But the midfield, no question. It's O'Reilly, isn't it? Moy's not been fit. Yeah, Would that be O'Reilly, fair? O'Reilly, yeah. yeah. Hatati, and of course, Callum McGregor. Yeah. Callum McGregor, yeah.
2: Yep, yeah, I don't yeah, think totally. you disagree, Gary. And up front, then, so Maeda, you reckon?
3: I think Maeda would come back in a lot I did uh, really enjoy the Abada's run down the right hand side Mm -hmm. you know old fashioned taking players on using a bit of pace whipping the ball um, over but certainly I think at the moment Jota and uh, Maeda are ahead of um, Abada in the queue but Mm -hmm. if he wanted to go with Abada he wouldn't let Celtic down Gary
2: you're agreeing I would think up
3: front
5: yeah, yeah absolutely I think well, even if Keogh goes 40% fit he's playing in that cup final <laughs> yeah.
2: what about Keogh's first goal the movement Gary what did you make brilliant.
5: of it absolutely brilliant you know he's, he's, he does it so easily and, and he's done it so many times kind of thing he, he just makes the game look so easy and, and it's easy to say you know when when he goes in with that challenge they end up getting injured with um, he's that kind of player you know it's it's easy to say. I'll oh, just pull out. You know, the season's done, and you've got to look towards the cup final. But he's going for a hat trick. He's, he's trying to finish top goal scoring league, and and he's obviously going to go for it. I think, as I say, he's, he's the kind of player that he just loves the club and he loves playing football. And I think if he's if there's even half a half a doubt that he's, he's injured, that he's still going to play some part, kind of thing, a bit like Alistair Johnson.
2: Mm-hmm. Mark, what about the fullbacks? Greg Taylor back in, and yeah. Alistair Johnson.
3: How yeah. good? Yeah, it was, so he'd it, it, never been away. You know, his his introduction back into the team was seamless, um, up and down the right, linked well with with Abada. Got a couple of tackles in, um, and he's, um, you know, although he's he's, he's still young, Paul, um, and he's only been at the club six months. You can tell he's a he's a voice. You know, you can tell he's an opinionated. He's got the respect of his teammates, um, and that's important um, as well. So yeah, he's a he's a he's a big big player. Or Celtic and certainly will be uh, important as they drive towards the, the cup on Saturday.
2: Gary, are you daring to think about uh, Ange? What's your feeling about it? I mean, we could speculate all night, we're not going to. What do you feel though? You're going to see him end of July, beginning of August for the new season?
5: Yeah, I mean, I, I have said before that, that I think if, if the bulbs continue to back him like they have done, then I do believe he'll be here as long as Martin A was. Um, i said that after the first season I think he's just got the, the club in his blood Kind of thing, You've seen him with his family yeah. On the pitch obviously in Trophy Day uh, We were actually, me and my dad Were actually having a laugh saying, uh, the, the laugh it would have been if, if he'd turned up at, at Elland Road to watch Leeds and Tottenham, uh, the two clubs That he's been linked with, just, just for a bit of a giggle Kind of thing, to send, the, yeah. send everybody Into meltdown um, But no, I think I yeah. think he'll be here At least another year, and then I think maybe he might start looking looking elsewhere kind of thing.
2: It's a very real interest though, isn't it, Mark? Although, funnily, yeah. I was reading this morning, You know, an insider at Tottenham was sort of saying, what's he really done? Which is what people yeah. did when he came to Glasgow. So, Well, like, oh, we don't really know him. Oh, he's done it in Japan. Oh, Australia, national coach. Um, there's an ignorance in certain places, isn't there? That people yeah. think, oh, I don't really know him. He's not such a big name. Well, he's not a big name in England, but my goodness, he's on the radar.
3: Yeah, he it, 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 it is. And you know, he's, he's got, a, as we said in the show, uh, last week, he's got one of the the, the biggest hitting agents uh, agencies, yeah. you know, looking after him. Um, I think they might actually look after Brendan rogers as well. funnily enough, um, the same people. But um, I met
2: Brendan rogers today.
3: I'll tell you more in a moment. Yeah, all right, yeah. brilliant. Stand by, um, exclusive. So, uh, look, he, he's he's on the radar, Paul. Like I said, we can only report what we know. Now that doesn't mean to say he's going to be offered the job. That doesn't mean to say he'll take it. For all we know, he might have already said to Spurs via third party. I don't want to know about it thanks but no thanks so who knows um, but you know, we'll wait and see what happens after uh, Saturday in terms of how they view yeah. Ange Postacoglu down the road yeah the problem is a bit of ignorance they'll obviously say okay yeah he's won the league in Scotland but really anybody can do that There's, You know, we're not impressed by beating Motherwell 4-0 and Aberdeen horses, 5-0 yeah. what's he done in Europe? Mm, look at his record in Europe first time in the Champions League no, no great however style of football does that appeal to Spurs does that appeal to the Tottenham fans yes it does because he wants to go and entertain he'll take gambles but he wants to go and entertain and that's so important you look at Deserby Mm -hmm. the one they're all raving about down the road he gambles he goes to entertain he does does the shut up shop and that's the same as Giants that's the that's the modern way at the moment that's the acceptable way you know, go and uh entertain, go and get footballers, go and, you know, take the game to the opposition, take some gambles at the back, and, and Anne certainly fits that bill. So he's on the radar. Uh I think it'd be very, very tempted I have to be honest, mm-hmm. if it's put in front of him, I think it would be hard to turn down. Um but that said, he might think, no, I want to be here for five or six years, you know, barring an absolute disaster. Mm-hmm. I can have the Celtic job for yeah. five or six years. But I think in this part of the world this goldfish, but everything, he take everything into account. I think three years is a max. Mm-hmm. I think three years now is a max for a Celtic or a Rangers manager, regardless of how sure. successful you are.
2: And Gary on Rangers made a couple of good signings, you know, during the season and another one in last week. What are you feeling? Do you feel a bit more threatened for next season?
5: Yeah, I mean, obviously, like they, they, they know they've obviously got a, to strengthen kind of thing and, and the, they'll be disappointed with the season they've had, but at the same time, as I said before, as long as we do our transfer business well enough, I think probably you could only look at maybe a handful of, of signings that Ange has made that, that haven't really that haven't really made the grade kind of thing. I yeah. think that we've got 100% trust in Ange, and I think if he if he he'll know who he wants to get. He's been very very quiet about it this year kind of thing in terms of not not dropping wee hints, but I think he'll know who he wants. He'll know. Who he wants to where he wants to strengthen and, and as long as the board back him obviously Dermot Desmond was up last week chatting to him and and I'm hoping that he's he's given him a blank checkbook um but you know I, I think honestly I think he, he can get players for um a kind of cheaper rate than than any anybody else kind of thing because of the market that he knows oh
2: well, he's buying for his buck it's huge Mark isn't it that is one yeah. of the things that Daniel Levy would probably like if you can go into markets that would be really cost effective. For Celtic for next season where do you see the strength mark and how much is it 10 million 20 million 30 million they'll spend between now and August?
3: I think if, if you know if three players became available and it was going to cost 20 million quid for the three I think the club would back the manager I think you know it's almost a half a mid centre-forward yeah. maybe mm-hmm. who knows what, what, what I'm just thinking who knows it they might be lining up to, to sell maybe one or two that think, no, we're sure. going to mm. cash in on them or that we, we don't mind losing them as, as part of a, uh, not a rebuild, but just a a, a rejig. Um, who knows, Paul, but I think looking at the finances um, and again, you know, trying to persuade Ange to stay if they have to go down that road, um, then if they said, look, there's a netto 20 million oh. kitty there for you, I think he would deserve that to be honest, and the, the balance sheet. And then you've got your thirty million to come in for the Champions League. Why shouldn't he get that? If it's going to help Celtic take them to, mm. to a level where um, they can compete in the Champions League, and you know certainly at least get third place to drop down into the into the Europa.
2: Gary, did you feel the weekend was a Cheerio to David Turnbull, whom every Celtic fan likes. We just you know, people haven't seen enough of him. Scotland international player as well, and we'd love to see him for Scotland uh, in the coming years. What do you feel about David?
5: Yeah, I mean, obviously he's he's just not kind of been able to uh, nail down that kind of starting place um, in the team and, and it probably is the right time for him to move on, whether or not he moves he moves down south or whether he stays up here, I'm not too sure kind of thing, but obviously you'd like to see him go somewhere and, and get first-team football and, and kind of show the kind of talent that, that he's got kind of thing. Um, but, I mean, just in terms of just a point that Mark was making about yep. Tottenham, obviously, you know, I think if you're looking at it from next season, Tottenham, obviously no European football, um, poss- very strong possibility no Harry Kane. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, do you lose that magic weight with Son, that partnership with Son? So, do you think that would be a... A, a kind of moving point towards Celtic staying at Celtic for another year kind of thing or do you think he would relish a challenge and still think well I don't care no Kane and, and things like that in European um, football
3: Yeah well uh, you can look at that two ways Gary if you wanted to look at the, the situation that he inherited at Celtic he'd next to nothing yeah. so that doesn't scare him um, if anything he'll feel more confident because he's, he's been in the UK working for two years or he'll have a good look at Spurs and, and, and other clubs no doubt and um, you know you could look upon the no European football as a positive because then you're saying, you know what, I've just got domestic football, 38 league games to focus on to make sure we are back into the top six that I move this club up, you know, two or three places, potentially top four depending on who he's able to bring or or any manager's able to bring in. So, yeah, not having European football um, is not great, but you could spin that into being a positive in terms of not just any new manager Going in, they can just focus Saturday to Saturday. And, you know, that's that's such yeah. a big thing when you've not got the, and I use an inverted commas, distraction of European football.
2: Gary, thanks for the call. You made some great points. Okay. I did say I met Brendan Rogers this morning yeah. at Wishaw General. <laughs> I was <laughs> visiting there this morning, and uh, one of the staff there, he was so helpful. And he said, Hi, Paul, I listen to the show every night. And I said, What's your name? And he's just pointed, Brendan Rogers. So, doing a great job at Wishaw University General Hospital. Brilliant isn't it great the work great. they do so he's Absolutely. tuned in every night oh, great. like you thanks Gary and, uh, <laughs> cheers, cheers Gary Gordio Football Show Paul Cooney and Mark Guidi. 0808 17, 17, 700 we were speaking with Gary there about how Celtic might look for next season he was looking forward to the cup final as well it was cautionary though Mark wasn't it about Inverness Cali Thistle because it's highly unlikely but I guess the hallmark of uh, the manager is he's not going to allow them to take anything for granted
3: no, no, he, he he won't, Paul. Um, you know he, he's been consistent in that all during his time at Celtic, and you know he won't want to ruin it. Um, you know after ten what's ten months yeah. of very very good work to, to ruin it uh, in the last Saturday, I know that Inverness will come with nothing to lose. Um, but Billy Dodds will have a plan. You know he's he's he said that. You know he's been walking away quietly. He said you know three weeks to think about this. And uh, you know he's, he's got a couple of ideas in his mind that he wants his players to to execute uh, the plan, and they'll have a go. And and as we said, you know cup shocks do happen. You know they do. Um, that's why it's called the romance of the the, the cup, cup. You know that's why we all look forward to to cup final day because you just never know what could happen in a one-off 90 minutes. And that's what Celtic Ange Postecoglou's message will be um, to to guard against that. You know, let's make sure that we leave Hamden at half past seven on Saturday night as as heroes not leaving not leaving the air with our, our heads down you know getting into summer on a, on a downer and before that
2: we've got Partick Thistle trying to get into the top league the Premiership we now know they're playing against uh, Ross County I mean they're on form 17 games and they've won almost everything I think they lost one during that spell under yeah. Chris Dolan what are you thinking I mean Ross County have got great experience it's yeah. quite a hard one to call
3: it is Um, I think Partick Thistle need to take a lead um, yeah. from the first leg in Firhill up to Dingwall on Sunday if Partick Thistle t- can take a lead I think it's game on mm-hmm. if not then I think County are as, are as good as over the line um, So, and I think that, that Partick Thistle are, are, are capable I was going to say the Jags here, but they're both known as the Jags so, yeah. um, so yeah, I think Partick Thistle are capable of getting a victory but they need to really produce their very very best you know Ross County Malky Mackay they know their stuff. They know how to go about things. Um, and I'm sure Malky wouldn't be disappointed with a with a, with a a draw mm-hmm. at Hull on Thursday night and get it back on the road. Ideally, what are you going to win the game? But um, I think it'll be tight. I think it will be a draw at Hull on on Thursday and then all to play for on Sunday afternoon in Dingwall. And yet they
2: scored so many goals recently. Kevin Holt's been in there, Scott Tiffany, Aidan Fitzpatrick, and mm-hmm. the manager's been saying that. You know. Yeah.
3: Well, it's not, he's, he's, it's, when he's got them entertaining. Playing entertaining football, he's got them scoring goals. Listen, Ian McCall did a good job as well. I, I felt yeah. it was very unlucky for Ian McCall to lose his job um you know eight or nine weeks ago. But um, you know, Chris Dillon has, has come in, uh was on the staff at youth team level. I think Paul McDonald is is in helping him, assisting him um, there. Paul knows a game inside out. So it's worked very well um for them. And now they've they've they've, they've got massive game. I think a few years back, probably none of us would have thought Livingston. Would they got up Paul, sure. and I think that was against Patrick Thistle that's wasn't right. five it five years ago Thistle down. Yep. Yeah. Chris Dillon um,
2: played
3: Yeah. nine years ago this mm-hmm. month Hamilton what beat Hibs yeah, well, you know yeah. Alec Neal young mm-hmm. rookie manager yep. manager against Terry Butcher wow. and Hamilton beat Hibs over the two legs and penalties second leg at Easter Road and they stayed up for seven years yeah yep. so it, it just goes to show anything can happen that's why I genuinely genuinely love the playoffs the SPFL really get that right all to play for look at the drama at Rugby Park on yeah. On Sunday what it what it was meaning to, to to both teams. So no, um I think from that point of view i will get a good product.
2: Today must be one of the most horrible days in football when you have to release players. So at Dundee mm. United, um a few players have gone, including Ian harts Ryan Edwards, yeah. we kinda of saw that coming. Um what do you reckon at United? They have to have a bit of a clear out. They've got to get a team that's ready to compete in the lower yeah. division.
3: Yeah, and you know, I'm sure that Jim Goodman will need to juggle with his with his budget. budget. So a lot yep. of players will be um, you know still under contract some of them you know um you know might not there might not be a a release term if, if the club was relegated to no so Jim will be you know working all these numbers and and doing what he has to do but ultimately you'll need to go and get some fresh faces in you know go and get people that on the front put one or two that know the championship um as well Paul know what's required to get you out of that uh, uh division but you know I think Jim's a very able manager I think it's the right move Um, to have him in charge but he knows as well Paul have to get off to a good start in the Championship you know Dundee United will need to set the pace set the standards if they don't then there could be trouble
2: sometimes you go down it takes you years to get back up and they should be one of the top a top six club for for sure sure. sure. I
3: I think United four years it took them to get up after Mm -hmm. the last time can't have that again no
2: and of course with Dundee uh, coming up it's Mm -hmm. ironic there's not going to be the the derby derby right away Yeah. yeah What about St. Johnson? So they changed managers and well done, Stephen McLean, three year deal as manager. But a number of players released today.
3: Yeah, obviously the, the, the headline is, is David yeah. Watherspoon, club legend, sure. you know, the Cups, uh, for sure. Yeah, yeah you know, get away back as well, 2014, sure. um a part of it. So a proper uh, St Johnston um legend must have been a tough decision for for Stephen McLean um to make. But you know, I'm sure that David Watherspoon uh, will have offers you know he's he's a top player um, top professional um, and uh, you know it's a, it's a sad day for everyone all around I'm sure it sure is St Johnson
2: got out of trouble a number of weeks ago they finished up in 43 points Kilmanock on 40 Ross County 34 and then the drop it's Dundee United who are down At Livingston on 46 they had a, a troubled second part of the season towards the end uh, and Motherwell we talked about earlier then top six in Mirren on 46 they found it tough in the top six didn't they they got one draw uh, Hibs on 52 Hearts on 54 Aberdeen on 57 look at that gulf between 57 points for the Dons which was brilliant the yeah. way they came from 7th position when they made the change with Jim uh, it's just amazing the way it happened isn't it he goes to Dundee United and uh, Rangers on 92 Seligan 99 has there been such a gulf for such a long time? It's getting wider between the big two and the others.
3: Yeah, it, it looks as though, as um, Paul, you, you'd like to think that the other clubs could make more of a, more of a fist of it, but they just seem, you know, for the most part, unable to. Um, which is unfortunate, particularly in their own grounds. We'd really love to see them take the, the, the old to task and put them, you know, on the back foot and and, and really go for it. Um, but it's a difficult thing to do. Um, you know, it, it really is. And with the quality of the squads and uh, the finances that Celtic and Rangers have got, then, you know, it, it's, it's partly um, understandable. But it would yeah. it would be good to see the, the, the old firm, if you like, you know, taken to task more often sure, by the other 10 clubs. A few things then about these uh, teams. Let's throw them at you before
2: we go back to the big two. Aberdeen, what a season. It's just been yeah. transformational under Barry Robson.
3: Yeah, but as you said, Paul, you know when the, when the change was made, you were not long lost to Darville and the Scottish Cup you know, hammered by Hibs at Easter Road. And if anything, you thought that, that that Aberdeen might have a fight not to drift into the bottom three, yeah. and they have ended up in the top three, third place. So a credit to Barry Robson and his staff uh, for turning it around. Um, we always kind to of sit tempted to say, a term, you know, credit to the players, but what were they doing previously? It shouldn't yeah. be so bad. Mm. You know, regardless of a manager, yeah. still be self pride. Self pride. Um but they've, they've they've got there in the end. And Jim Goodwin, I see they mentioned they reference what he did with the players at
2: Aberdeen, that his mm. players took the Dons to third when they uh, confirmed his appointment the other day. It's unusual, isn't it? And then mm. Liam Fox being up at Aberdeen, it's the strangest season managerially yeah. ever. Can you ever remember a season with such a high turnover of, of managers? Eh, uh, no particularly
3: when, when you know Just one a of no Celtic at a Rangers goes, yeah, yeah, yeah you know, I know, you think the Rangers yeah. manager yeah. Aberdeen, then D United mm. what, yeah. three times. Yep. Yeah. Um, Hearts, Hearts. Yep. St Johnston, mm-hmm. Motherwell, Motherwell. Yep. you know. So yeah, a number of changes. Uh, Paul, I think was it was it six in the end? Was I think was it half it the was, league? Yeah, half the clubs. Yep, it was. manager, which, mm-hmm. which is a high turnover. United just the three times. Yeah, bonkers, isn't it?
2: Do you reckon Ross County are going to come up? Did I ask you that? I know we talked about the game. Um, well, they you said, that, yeah, you said. Yes, Patrick, I think Ross County yeah, will yeah, stay up. Still, yeah. yeah,
3: I think okay. Ross County just will be tight. I'm going to take Ross County on aggregate to win 3-2 okay. that'll be some crowd
2: of Fairhill oh, on Thursday night bounce. won't it yeah. it'll be amazing you've got a big cup final this weekend but you've got another one next week as well and there's a great Scottish connection Glasgow's on. David Moyes
3: yeah brilliant West Ham against Fiorentina in Prague uh, next Wednesday 7th of June I'm, I'm going to go out for the final thoroughly really looking forward to it uh, yeah, it'd be great to see a uh, uh, a Scottish manager, only six Scottish managers, Paul, have won a European trophy. Is Here's a wee right? quiz. Yeah, uh-huh. so okay. David's got a chance to be number seven. Yeah, sure. we're
2: going to do them all. Yeah, who I they are? We'll are, say I? them all, of course. So Jock Steen uh-huh. yeah.
3: Jock Wallace, Willie Waddle Willie Waddle yeah, yeah, of course. Is it under Willie Waddle uh-huh. It's Alex Ferguson. Yeah, yeah, um, they have won it. Won, won, only six Scottish managers have won a European, European trophy, trophy. Okay. as manager keep going then because we're going to run out of time So Matt Busby 68 of course sorry yeah. Bill Shankly Liverpool uh, yep. 73 and the last one is George Graham Arsenal oh, of course yeah, yeah. so David Moyes get a, yeah, a chance so I wish him wow. all the best and look forward to seeing the game Thank
2: you for that. There's only two and a half minutes left. Where has the <laughs> hour gone? I was going to throw all these different uh, teams at you. Komarnak, we talked about it a bit last night with big Craig Moore. Yeah. He was recovering after the night before. Comarnock. Um, uh, yep. big credit season. To,
3: yeah, credit to yep. Derek McInnes. He was
2: top six, he said, next season. Well, you know, that's, that's a
3: message to his board, uh, to invest, uh, absolutely. Um, you know, I thought in paper that, that looked at the 12 squads, I thought Comarnock probably had the the... The weakest squad on paper, so credit to Derek and his staff um, for 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 keeping them up and, and keeping them up. Well done, Hibs.
2: In and out season, but they ended up fifth. They'll be they could still be in Europe, of course. Yeah, depending if Celtic win
3: the yeah, cup. I, lately, yeah, Lee Johnson managed to, to get there, uh, and the end you know it was once or twice that he was probably under pressure uh, for his job, but he, he, he kept calm. And um, you know the, the signing of uh, of Johan has been has been really good um, as well and you know, they've got him permanently now and, he, and he'll be a good fight uh, a good one for them next season and TV Clark spoke about the the hip striker uh, Kevin Nisbet
4: Kevin's a goal scorer we know what he, we know. the qualities he's bring, he brings us he's been in the squad before Lawrence is in the squad same qualities can score goals and don't forget we've got Lyndon as well Lyndon was I thought he was really good in the game against Spain so we've got enough we've got enough quality up front
2: so good luck to Scotland against uh, Norway in Norway on the seventeenth of June, and then we've got Georgia here in Glasgow on the twentieth. But the football season proper comes—the uh, curtain comes down on Saturday. What do you think the scoreline's going to be?
3: I'm going to go Celtic two and 0 Pretty close though, yeah. I think it'll be—I think it'll be a comfortable ninety minutes for Celtic, Paul. Um, and yeah, I think two 0 Celtic. Cup finals Oh they run But it very rarely mm. Happens I think it's just about It's about getting job done It's been a long Tough season Job done Comfort of two goals And just Enjoying the moment And at the weekend Celtic Women's won The Scottish Cup So the yeah. big three had, you know, They shared the
2: spoils yeah. League Cup to good. Rangers yeah. Glasgow City, Glasgow and, the City and the Scottish and then, Cup To Celtic And yeah. so many people Were talking about it The other day as well It's great to see I know your own daughter One of your daughters uh, Was playing at the weekend Did she win?
3: No, they lost 7 oh. 3, Paul, in the Scottish Cup. Yeah, Musselburgh beat East Kilbride 7 3. won against still. Villa.
2: Oh, did they win? Yeah, they uh, won. Good. Yeah, big win there. So, yeah. yeah. Mark, that's it. It's flown in the hour. Thanks Brilliant, so pop. much. Thank you. Enjoy it in Prague next It'll week do. with West Ham. Are they going to win it? It's going to bring it yes, back. Yes, West yeah. Ham will win. Fantastic. Thanks very much. Tomorrow night at 5, it's Andy Walker and then Peter Grant on Thursday and on Friday. A man who could have been in the Cup final, Stephen McGinn will be here. With us at five. Thanks so much. Don't forget Crofty and Grado back when you wake up tomorrow morning. And after the news, it's going to be Zoe Kelly.
1: The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Your local friendly experts for new and used cars. Let's go.